You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you love what you hear, you can find us on your favorite podcast search engines and subscribe. And also, if you don't mind, leave us a like or a review. And if hearing us is not enough, you can always get your Nowhere, California fix by going to NowhereCalifornia.com. And you can send your thoughts, ideas, or some random bullshit to our email, which is Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Don't forget, we are Nowhere, California. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere, since 2011. This is Josh. This is Nick. This is Doug. And welcome to Nowhere, California. I have a story. Wow, it's not me this time. I have a story. Woo, story time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, last Saturday... Uh, at the time of this recording. Stop it, Josh. I'm not going to cuddle with you during story time. God damn it. But it, It's been a habit since kindergarten. I know, but no, not today. I was the weird cuddly kid in not kindergarten. To, not today. Last Saturday, I went to a concert down at the El Rey Theater in L.A. I went and saw Andy Black. And for those of you who don't know who Andy Black is, he's the lead singer of the band Black Veil Brides. And whenever they take breaks in between recording, he does solo CDs because he has other songs that he wants to sing that aren't band oriented. Um, so he it's his country albums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna, this one of this he kills a jazz flute like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> this one was a little bit more gothy, a little bit more like kind of had like a 70s 80s goth sound to it there were a couple pop songs kind of style this one was a little bit more gothy but it's in the vein of how like back in the day Gwen would go do her solo albums when no doubt was yeah because Andy can't stop working like that like Andy has realized that's just his deal yeah Yeah. like in order to stay sober and stay like positive and stuff just stay focused yeah he just he constantly works on stuff you know and so uh, the tour started, we were the fourth stop on the tour. It's a complete uh, North American tour, and then he's going to the UK. Um, we went, and it was a blast. And the two opening bands are really good. If you guys want to check them out, the first band was called Kulik. That's K-U-L-I-C-K. They sounded kind of like a mix between Maroon 5 and The Script. Uh, good combo. Was, yeah, it was a good combo. They're really talented. And then the second band was a band called The Fame. They're an Australian band, sort of in the vein, they, sort of a poppy Rage Against the Machine. You know? Yeah, interesting combo there, yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> sort of a poppy Rage Against the Machine. Uh, they're an Australian band. Bulls, and this, Bulls on Parade. Yeah, and this was their first, <laughs> this was their first U.S. tour. They, uh, they're on the same record label as Andy, and the producer of Andy's album, John Feldman, also produced their latest album. So they, they met through John Feldman, and the bassist of the, of the band The Fame co-wrote a song on Andy's new album with Andy. So Andy brought them on tour with them. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so check them out. They're the Fame, F-A-I-M. Uh, so some new music for you guys to listen to. But Okay, so all of that was just a precursor to get to this story. So, and this story is about how I did a m- nice, noble thing. Ooh! Yeah. You were all gentlemanly. I was gentlemanly. You were chivalrous. Yes. Okay, so we got, we ended up at the front of, like, up front row but we were off to the very like left-hand side of the stage, um, and so in between the in between the sets of the bands, we would back up a couple feet so we weren't crowding the people in front of us. And we there was a little wall right there, so Monique and I would lean against the wall. All Jay and Silent Bobby. Yeah, very very Jay and Silent okay. Bobby. So as we're waiting like for the second band, the Fame, to start, just as they're about to start, this fucking girl. 
like decked out to the nines in like some tight skimpy dress, oh, high not- heels, just you know, she's trying, she's uh-huh. trying really hard. Just cuts right in front of us and goes and stands in our spot. And then like reaches out and grabs, I'm assuming her sister or her friend, and pulls her over and they stand right in our spot. Oh and I was and Monique and I look at each other like, what the fuck? And like just before we can say anything, the fame starts. And so like Monique's like like Monique's raging because Andy is like her boy. Like she right, right. like that's like she has one other favorite band is Alkaline Trio. Other than that, I think okay. it's 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 Andy Black and Black Veil Brides. So she's like before Fuck Andy, they're moving. Yeah. And she's like raging, she's getting all pissed off. And in my head, I'm like, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. And that's why I told her, I was like, I got it, I, I'll take care of it. And in the past, like the situation has always gone sour. You know, because I'm not one for confrontation. I'm always, you know, very like pretty much all of us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't yell at me. You know? So the first song of the fame ends, and immediately I lean over to those girls and I was like, Hey, when they're done, can we get our spot back? And the girl's like, oh, were you guys standing here? I was like, yeah, we moved to not crowd the people in between sets. So when they're done, we're going to need our set back or our spot back. And they're like, oh, okay. And they start to move. I was like, no, no, no. You guys can stay here for them. Enjoy the spot. <laughs> yeah. Like, you enjoy the spot. We'll relax back here. But when Andy comes up, you're moving. I step back and he's like, you defended me. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And as soon, like, literally, like, the last, like, of the guitar note hit on the last fame song. I walk up to those girls. I was like, can we have a spot back now? And they were like, yeah. And they moved back. And just they just moved backwards. They didn't, like, move away. Oh, they just yeah. moved, and just right. gave us our spot. And this other girl had cut in front of us, too. And so, but we still had kind of our spot. She was mm-hmm. kind of only taking up, like, an elbow room of spot. Well, in between the fame and Andy, she decides to sit down, and she leans backwards a little bit. Yeah. I was like, right foot adjacent. There we go. Lean body weight. So I got my spot back. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it's just, that's what happens in standing room only crowds. People are yeah. dicks, man. People will just cut up in front, like... That's one of the reasons I don't go to concerts. Standing room concerts? Yeah, yeah. see, I don't... like. I, I, like I think I've been to one... Standing room concert, and that was when I went and saw Dima. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the last, the last concert I went to, where I was like in a non-seated area, was oddly enough, uh, Mumford and Sons. Ah, you know those Mumford and Sons down at down <laughs> at the uh, Pavilion, and um, uh, sorry, the Glen Helen uh, Pavilion. The Blockbuster Pavilion. It's Fuck not yeah. Blockbuster. I can't. That's all I know it as because that's where I bounced for seven years. So um, we were down there, and this like douchey young couple you know like whatever sits yeah. down and all this stuff and uh they were they got their crap on ours they put their stuff like over our stuff they kept stepping on our blankets and stuff like that and i'm like dude what the fuck and so christina's like excuse me can you not do this and this girl turned around and shoots her a look and i went put your eyes back in your fucking head and turn around and her <laughs> boyfriend said what'd you say i said come closer i'll repeat it <laughs> and he just like looked at me and i'm like no no seriously you step on my blanket one more time somebody's getting punched her, you, I don't care. Somebody's getting fucking punched. <laughs> yeah, I'll and punch so, myself in the face. Yeah, I'll just punch just, myself in the temple just to get I the punch just across. Like, somebody's getting fucking punched. You need to move your shit over. We've been here the entire afternoon. Straight puppy. Knock it the fuck Bam. off. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's it's. I mean, I'm wearing a shirt today. This is Irish. We drink. We fight. Yeah. And that's. I, mean, I don't give two shits. Don't be an asshole. You and don't like have the to other, be an asshole. the other caveat on these girls. Another reason why, like, I immediately was like, no, fuck these bitches. They immediately start taking photos. 
fine, great. Take as many photos as you want. Like that's the that's the world we live in now, where right. everything's through the eyes of a cell phone. Yeah, great, you know. And my wife likes to do that. You yeah. know, Monique loves to take pictures and video. That's how she's entertained is by gathering. Sure, yeah, gathering that stuff. So I don't ever like question whether or not that's the case. But after every photo, they would pull up their text messaging app and text somebody. Oh, so they're like, photo, 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 text, 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 text. And when you text, you have to look down. So they're missing half the fucking show. Yeah. Even the lead singer at one time, like, had started walking towards them and was, like, doing his lead singer strut thing and saw they weren't paying attention and was just like, well, I'm walking you. the other way. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Uh... Now my story's over. Yeah, which was an awesome story, by the yes. way. Yes, but I was very, I was, I, I was rude to the girls in my tone, but I didn't, I didn't assert dominance. I didn't get close to them. I didn't swear at them, and I did not make them feel threatened. I was just rude in my tone. Yes. So, I, I think that is, I think that asserts dominance, but yeah. not in a, yeah, not in a shitty kind yeah, of way. Yeah, but I didn't make, I didn't make That's them fear for their safety. Yeah, exactly. I had a plan B though. If they were, if they, is if, that what the trick is? You have to pay, make people feel. I've been going about it all wrong. <laughs> I'm more of a. I will cut your throat with the the metal that I pull off my boot. Yeah. In a second, it's not even a knife. It's just whatever random metal I can find. I did have a plan B. If they were like, "We're not going to move. We are here." Blah blah. I was going to say, "Don't be those girls. Don't be those people. Don't make me ask the security guard and the three people standing in front of you if we were there first. Don't be those people. That's not very becoming of a lady." Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And that would just throw them off. Like, I think we just got to move. Yeah. Um, we're getting back to timely subjects. I know. We're 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 actually talking about something within a couple days of it happening. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. We're being topical? We're yeah, being I know. Well, I gotta fucking well, go. I gotta leave. Hey, I'm back from London. Bank stuff is the... We'll still be banking stuff, but now we can kind of lean towards like, hey, this is happening now. Yeah, you do look a little more pale. Yeah. Congratulations on your, you know. It explains Most your... people when they go off on vacation, just so you know, folks, it rains and just it snowed. fucking rain. Yeah, you sent me a video of it snowing over there, yeah, yeah. so... But yeah. more on that later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're getting to the timeliness of... Star Wars Episode Nine trailer and title have dropped. Woo woo! Knowing that it dropped several days ago, my it dropped on it dropped on Saturday, the day of my concert. It dropped that it dropped that morning. And we right. shot for Sunday to do the episode, but and then we had some technical difficulties once again. But but also too, it was kind of more better to have a third person involved in this shit too. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, and since Phil doesn't give a shit about Star Wars, we brought in Nick. Yeah, and so I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess in terms of of Star Wars fandom in the room. Uh, Doug and I are pretty pretty well matched in that in mm-hmm. that category with hey. with our stuff. Josh is is the he's a fan of Star Wars. He's yeah, a big fan. I'm but the we're, Padawan. We're the we're the dumbasses that read a lot of the expanded universe. See, and stuff like that. So. The, I think the difference in yours and my fandom is you have a lot of knowledge of the extended universe. Mm-hmm. While I have a lot of knowledge of the production. Yeah. See, like, and I, I study I, like, I study all the behind the scenes, the production books, the right. production notes, the call sheets, things like that. You've read the books. I've read I've I've audio booked a lot of the books, but I didn't retain that knowledge. You did. You yeah. have all of that EU knowledge. Where I'm like. Did you know? I like. Did you know this happened on the production and it's shot in Tunisia and all? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I, you know, some of those things I do know, yeah. but your your knowledge is far yeah. more vast yeah. than mine is yeah. in that department. So. so, do we want to go title first or trailer first? Let's just drop the title first because yeah. I don't think there's going to be because we'll drop the title. We'll talk about the title for a little bit. We'll talk about the trailer, then we'll get back to what we think yeah. the title. Okay. Means. So they gave us the title. The title is "The Rise of Skywalker." 
Yep. Ooh. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, and written by JJ this time, right? Yep, JJ's JJ back. And and yeah, J, yeah. Well, JJ was head writer, and then they had some yeah, because, ghost writers. Yeah, come in and do it, yeah. the, the new uh, norm for Hollywood lately seems to be writer rooms, and the yeah. big uh, blockbuster franchises are just in general movies, which is good and bad. But that's another nowhere. Which, uh, in my opinion, having four writers come into a script and have it be done in one shot is better than one guy writes it. Then they send it to somebody else for a punch-up. Then they send it to somebody else for a rewrite. Then they send it... And then it takes two and a half years to get fucking written. Right. Yeah. And then they end up... Spin, and then that's a, that's another reason why, you, uh, like, uh, you, you ask yourself, like, why is this movie not getting made? They have the rights to it. It's because they have spent so much money on the script alone... That they're not sure they're gonna make the money back. That they right. just well, they were just talking it. about it on an episode of the movie trip I was listening to, where they're talking about like for like small movies where like paying a writer forty grand to just do it, yeah, is better. But like like we we're just talking about like some for like Star Wars or like Marvel or something like that. Yeah, a writer may be actually appropriate to do it, right? To make sure all the beats that you want are being hit, yeah. And if it's going to develop into a universe. Uh, franchise or mm-hmm. something where you need to make sure continuity continues throughout several movies. Yeah. Having a writer's room be able to go, okay, we're going to have this writer's room for episode nine, but when we come back for 10, 11, 12, this dude's going to leave that writer's room for 11. This dude's going to re- lead the writer's room for 12. Yeah. And all that. And, all, and having more than one set of eyes on something as big as Star Wars yeah. or the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the DC Universe or any of the universes. Yeah. You know, because that's what they're called now. Yeah. You know, yeah. like having more than one set of eyes on a universe is better than having just one set of eyes. Exactly. You know, yeah. because one set of eyes is going to miss the big picture because they're so focused on the Yeah, if it's a movie picture. like, say, it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Two dudes in a room. Yeah. Belting out a script is exactly. perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, something like that. But when you have a cinematic universe, you need to have as many eyes as you feel is valid to that universe. Right, but I also firmly believe that you have to have, um, you have to have somebody like a Kevin Feige who oh, yeah, oversees yeah. everything and can, like, okay, and can make say, sure you this. well, you know, he can come in and be like, no, 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 you're missing the point of what we're doing here. Yeah. Like, we need to, we need to do this. And so well, that's why TV did it right. They have showrunners and then they have writers. Right. The writers come and go, the directors come and go, but the showrunners stay. The showrunners. Until not. they decide that yeah. alcoholism is not the cost they want to. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, when you hear about showrunners going, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, shit. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's where, uh, that's where Marvel has done so well with their, you know, production through Disney. And I think that, um, when they announced, you know, the, the acquisition of star Wars within Disney, they immediately put a hierarchy in place. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have Kathleen Kennedy, JJ. you have JJ, yeah, Gary Kurtz. Yeah. Gary yeah. Kurtz. And then, yeah. um, uh, who do they bring in? Once? Is it Kirshner? Kirshner. Yeah, Irvin Kirshner they bring in once he, They brought in Kirshner in the beginning and then he passed away. Yeah. Um, then they brought, they also brought in... Way to bring um, the room down, dude. Well, it's not my fault you died. just having to die. And then they have Lucas on a consultant. Yes. Yeah. When Lucas is pokes his head in once in a while to he make He deserves sure. to still have his hands yeah. in there. You know, and the, the more the saga has gone on, the more that I feel bad for the dude. I mean, not in the financial sense. That fucker's killing it. Yeah. yeah. But he's right, man. Every time... No wonder he retired. Every time something happens, whether we like it or not, people come out of the woodworks and just slam Should a shit. I, you know, I, am a, I, I am not a vocal Star Wars fan anymore because it has become such a toxic fandom. You're a it, mime. Yeah. Man. Like, I am, I am a closeted Star Wars fan because, like... 
you tell anybody about Star Wars and it's like it's fuck last Jedi. Yeah, it's like, like someone's gonna tell you what they hated and what. I, well, and, you know, and, and even among Star Wars fans, I like I'm on the Star Wars Reddit page. Right. I don't post on it because like, I don't. I just don't you want don't eat shit. I have enough anxiety in my life. Yeah. Like well, I don't need like internet anxiety. Well, like the best way to kind of sum that up, is, like they just recently did a celebration in Chicago. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> one of the really big highlights of it was the stand ovation for Ahmed Best. Yeah. Yep. Uh, from all. Did they, the, okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah standing yeah. room. Well, you know, I think it only takes. In this world of anti-bullying, Star Wars fans have become the biggest bullies mm-hmm. in the world because and, and Star if Wars and Ghostbusters. Going, if anybody's listening to this, going "fuck you," hey, "fuck you" too. I'm a Star Wars fan, yeah. And there's lots of shit no, about the film. California, uh, Yahoo.com. Fuck you! I'll give you my personal one too. I don't give a shit. I know you're gonna bleep it out, but whatever. No, I uh, did that bleeping because somebody asked to bleep. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, that's right, you did, and which was cool. I think it was cool of you. Yeah, but um. You know, my my whole belief on it is whether you like a character, whether you like something in the film, that's oh, it's okay not to like something. Yeah, it's not okay to take it to the point where you bully the shit out of somebody so that they quit Twitter or quit Instagram exactly. or don't want to discuss it or where they, you know, people like uh, Jake Lloyd, where he, you know, he he'd said openly that. Fuck, man, there was times where I just didn't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People would slam me well, so hard like in public. You I know? had a conversation with uh, one of the cabbies in London. We were starting to talk politics right. and everything. He started. I did not because <laughs> I knew to keep Brexit under the radar. Because some people, <laughs> yeah, that's just some stuff you don't want to yeah, talk about if they don't want to talk about it. It's interesting. But we were talking everything, and I mentioned, like, as long as the debate is healthy, that's all that matters. And he's like, I just knocked a couple bucks off your freaking... Fair, just because you said that. Okay, so that's exactly yeah. it. As long as it remains a healthy discussion, a healthy... You can... Disagreeing is the foundation of learning. But death upon a family? Questioning no. things. Yeah, questioning things is a foundation of education. Yeah. That's where, you know, you question things. You ask, you know, you, that's how you seek new well, knowledge. It's like Carlin said, question everything. Yeah, you know, and so... As a Star Wars fan... Well, yeah, let's get back on the right road here. <laughs> as, a, as a Star Wars fan... I was bringing this around. Uh, <laughs> as a Star Wars fan, yes, there's things about... You know, it's like uh, Ralph Garman just mentioned on the latest uh, Hollywood Babylon that he had said, uh, you know, there was there was aspects of, of The Last Jedi that he really enjoyed. That's a very polite way of saying there's things that I did not like, but I'm going to choose to, to focus mm-hmm. on the yeah. positives, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think we should get whipped into a goddamn frenzy by, you know, oh, I hated Jar Jar, you know, and everybody losing their fucking mind. It was a toy. That was all that Jar Jar really honestly was, was a fucking toy to work with. And to me, I I found more joy in the fan speculation or the fan writing about how Darth Jar Jar, you know, the the Sith side of things, like, look at how he single-handedly gave power to Palpatine and this and that. He seems like a bumbling idiot. And that's something... But look, he took out half the droid fucking army with, you know, this... Well, that's like the current, like, (laughs) filmmakers and everything. I would invite Ahmed on this set one day and go like okay we're gonna short shoot this short it's gonna be an easter egg somebody's gonna stumble across where it's gonna be jar jar is a freaking sith you know it, it's just just to have that person fighting motherfucker people take a role and they take direction uh, you know as somebody who's done theater i i did a play called bus stop uh if you guys ever check it out it's a marilyn monroe movie uh done very closely follow the script but nonetheless my character dr lyman is a uh he's harvard he's boston born um but it's set in like the 50s and 60s. So a prim, proper educator 
Harvard educator um, would have more of that voice to him where he sounds almost British in the way that he delivers his speeches and he sounds very this and that. My director at the time wanted me to play him, you know, like with the whole, hey, that's wicked good, you know, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I fucking love them sacks, you know, they're, oh, they're great, oh, wicked good. You know, that's <laughs> the way he wanted me to play it. And I'm like, he sounds like a fucking bumbling moron, you know, and so you have to take the direction that you're given. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, no, no, Ahmed, throw it all onto Lucas. Lucas had a vision. This is what you put forward. This and is what happened. And he did his job. And he did his job. Yeah. And honestly, well, and the hey, character is listen, memorable. fuckers, you, put, you paid your money. You yeah. paid your money. You saw yeah. it. It's part of the canon, and you're no worse for the wear. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You're no worse for the wear. It's not like it was fucking Crow Wicked Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I, I'm with you, though. This Thursday. <laughs> I just don't want to see the adverse. So, my encouragement to you is be vocal about the things that you enjoy. Be vocal about the things that you don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. But you are... And then you tell are, those girls you are, are ready to get out of your spot. That's right. You're a good enough fan... <laughs> You're you're the kind of fan that doesn't have to get whipped into that frenzy yeah. and stoke that fire. You know, you don't yeah. have to be that one or two or percent use, of assholes. Like, the talent we've dealt built here, where it's like, oh, you guys want to get all bent out of shape on this shit? I'm going to stoke that fucking fire on you. Yeah. <laughs> Go I on. just, I just, it's one of those things that like Jar Jar is the chosen me, one. It's it's like even a bad Star Wars movie is better than a good. Keeping up with the Kardashians or something. Oh like yeah, that. Well, no, well, like, well, that's I don't an, think that well, those two words. I know, but that's an example. I couldn't think of something else to say. <laughs> but it's but like, a good example. It's though. one of those things that, like, I'll take it. It's Star Wars. It doesn't matter yeah. if there's aspects yeah, we're gonna, of that. We're gonna I had there's it. one there's one beef I had with Last Jedi. It was literally the Mary Poppins through space of Princess Leia. Because scientific, really? well, be, that's the only beef I had. Because scientifically, even in the Star Wars universe, it doesn't make sense. Point. She's not. It's no one can survive in space, even if you're force trained. There's no force bubble like that. Well, they've if they have an explanation for it, they should have given it. I, uh, but that's that was my only beef. Other than that, I fucking love Last Jedi. And I think we yeah. had this conversation too, where honestly, and I still stick with it. Yeah. I think that whole sequence. Yeah. Was supposed to be explained in the episode nine. Yeah. And so just so you understand, though, in space. No one can hear you scream. No one can hear you scream. <laughs> in space, uh, in space um, you know, the, the scene in uh, um, uh, Total Recall, like in on Mars, surface of Mars, where, you know, he's like, oh, 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 going to town, his eyes are popping. That shit doesn't happen. That shit doesn't happen. It doesn't, it doesn't cause your, you know, your organs well, to more, blow out and do these things. It's more uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. With, even, uh, yes, even though there's a vacuum in space, yeah, you'll, you'll ice up and you'll you'll do those things and stuff like that. Yeah. But that was almost immediate, like where she, boom, and she goes out. Yeah. And there's that brief moment and then uses the force to pull herself back in. Yeah. And then immediately had to be treated medically yeah. in I, order to do it. So that's why the scientific side of things, I was all, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I was able to buy that one a little bit more. I had I had more issue with uh, uh, Laura Dern's character having to sacrifice herself. Should, you know she what? If they have were, to. If the, if she was well, okay. Here's my other thing too. <laughs> if she was gonna sac- if they were gonna have a sacrificial character mm-hmm. like that, they shouldn't have introduced a new character. They should have let Admiral Akbar stay alive. It's a the, damn trap. And they should have had Akbar <laughs> make this sacrifice. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it just so falls under the whole like. Whole... And just give us an explanation as to why she couldn't have got out on a transport and locked that into a slaved rig. Yeah. Or have one of the droids stay behind and do it. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But then that also follows under the whole casino storyline, too. Like, why didn't you have Lando there? 
Yeah. Yeah. But that, yeah, that one's that's cool. neither here nor there. But what did I say? Speaking of Lando. We'll get right into the trailer. I'm going to tell you right now, as a, as a Star Wars fan, I openly cried. Uh, for I the saw, trailer? When, yeah, when I oh, saw... No, yes. no, no, not just for the whole trailer in general. I mean, eh, whatever. But, yeah. For uh, Lando? For Lando. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I saw Lando at the cockpit, and it, the, the Falcon goes into hyperspace, and he just kind of laughs, and you got Chewie, you know, hitting the... I fucking cried. Oh, yeah. I Because I miss Han, and because I was like, oh, it's just such a full circle moment. I, I was literally sitting on my bed, like, I realized, oh, wow, it dropped this morning. Okay. Yeah. And I sat there, and he shut up. I was like, Yes! <laughs> It, I knew he was coming back for this. Mm-hmm. I was so excited about it. I think I was a little more excited than I probably should have been. But I was also really excited to see. I knew they were gonna. They weren't gonna do any CGI shots of Leia. Yeah. yeah. So it was good and, to see unused footage from Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think me and you talked about this a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I think. I think between because there's supposed to be a time jump between Last Jedi and. Uh, yeah, it's not Rise taking place of, immediately after like Last I Jedi. Think I think she's but. still. I think she's passed away quote-unquote, in the story. And I think that scene we saw with her, since it's such a, like, that scene was kind of vibrant colors and everything, I think it's a vision for Rey. Well, and that's, that, that's would, that would allow them to put her in in any capacity as a Force ghost uh, using previous footage from yeah. the other, you know... But also, too, like, I think, uh, I think J.J. said in, like, the next groups of people that are supposed to be doing trilogies next, like... I think the Skywalkers are going to be part of the world, but the actual characters like Luke, Leia, they're they're done at this one. Which takes us to our theory: we both, you, the world in in general has had a very large theory of. It's kind of the first this. time everybody came together yeah, under one flag. I was actually really surprised. Yeah. There's hope. so many Star Wars. And There's yeah, hope in the Force. A new hope. Uh, <laughs> it, okay, so. I'm going to leave it to you because I know that, that you'd come up with it and then you started seeing it on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I, I'm I was very right hipster there with, with you, this but theory. I, I, love that yeah. how, I love the sparkle you got. Yeah, okay, so... That's why you grew the handlebar mustache. <clears throat> right. <laughs> so, at the... So, all throughout Last Jedi, uh, Luke was saying that the Jedi have to end. And he's right. He's very much right. If you look at the Jedi from the previous movies right. and they're... They, they're flawed they're in their flawed. quest for... Yeah, and their dogmatic rule... They've, they've taken the Force and turn it into a good thing but at what cost yeah. they've bent it to their will they've created these dogmatic rules and regulations and everything else and they've skewed the force out of balance right they've, well there's a dark side yeah it brought a dark side yeah they've skewed the force so out of balance that there's 500 Jedi doing good and two Sith doing bad you know right and all this and all this stuff and Luke is right. The Jedi do need to end. The Force isn't meant to be controlled. The Force is meant to be tapped into for yeah. for for you. Sorry, I just hit the chair. That's okay. um, <laughs> but uh, like the the oppressiveness of of the of the Jedi quote unquote Jedi the the Jedi Order I'll say the the Jedi Order it, it does absolutely have to end right. and it and it had technically ended well, I mean yeah, but it well, ended in the wrong balance she it ended it, it ended by the sorry hold on it, it ended by the Emperor killing everybody and leaving some vestiges around because some Jedi's got to hide and stuff like that there's going to be the right. new Fallen Order game but also to uh, just to throw it out yeah. there also to Luke from my outside perspective, he shot to end Jedi, the Jedi after trying to train a new group by freaking exiling himself. Yeah. yeah. And if you look, if it, there's one line in that movie that proves just how disconnected Luke was from the Force. Chewie bangs on that door, fucking busts it in, walks in, and he goes, Chewie. And he goes, where's Han? 
He would have, if he was in the Force, he would have known Han died. Yeah. But he was so disconnected from the Force that he didn't even know Han died. And I have a backup if you say no, because I can tell you exactly how it happened. Give me your backup so I can gun it down. He would have known Han died because he would have felt Leia's power in the Force. Because she knew Han died in the Force, and then he would have felt Leia's power and known Han died. Right. If he didn't know it. If he didn't know it already. However, what what did we see of Luke on... Uh, I got Canto Bite stuck in my head. It's not yeah. good. The, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. The final battle? No, the planet that he was exiled himself on. It's, um... I can't remember. The Blue Milk Planet. <laughs> Green Milk Planet. Green Milk Planet. Whatever. Gross. Whatever. Um, when it locked eyes with us, I was like... <laughs> the gnome, the gnome planet. Yeah. Okay, Dave so... the gnome world. Yeah, the, the poor <laughs> home world. So, anyway. He went back to a place that was originally based within the Force. It was the first Jedi temples, you know, this and that. But, Luke disconnected himself completely. Yeah, he cut himself completely off from so the So why would he have felt that necessarily that's what if he th- shut himself Well, that's what I was saying. Well, like, this shows you how disconnected Luke was okay. from the Force. If he had been connected to the Force, he would have felt Han's death. Yeah, okay. Because you got to yeah. think he probably still had, like, with any kind of disconnect, even if you disconnect yourself, let's say, an alcoholic disconnects himself from drinking. Right. But you still have that freaking itch in you. Well, again, and that that makes that makes that as I make a hand gesture on a freaking audio podcast. I know, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so that you know, the the other thing is it, that I ought to tell you, I ought to explain how powerful Luke is. Octu was the name of the planet. Octu, that's right. Um, wow, we're really stepping up our research game. <laughs> so we usually just go fuck it. <laughs> that ought to tell you how how exactly how powerful Luke is. You know, for somebody who'd been so removed for such a long period of time from the Force, so that nobody could track him, nobody yeah, could find yeah. him, and nobody could do any of that stuff. So you have somebody that's so so removed from the Force that for him to do what he did in Last Jedi. But that's I think. But that's the other thing. I think that's why he ended up dying is because he went back into the Force and he went back full throat. He overdosed. He overdosed on the Force. Nice way to put it. He overdosed. Well, I just think it expended. You know, it expended so much energy for him to do what he did. Yeah. That you know he and he knew that was going to be the ultimate. Yep. Yeah. That's you know, why he said like, bye to Leia. He had to. He had to preserve what was left left of the resistance, so that they could yeah start anew yeah you know. But uh, I think Luke is so one of the most amazing sequences is him just staring down those guns going oh like, yeah and they're like Brain. fire every weapon we have on that man <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah as much as anybody can give hate to that movie that sequence no there's well there's a, there's there's just a lot within the film that that yeah. makes you go mm, but yeah, but, there, but well it's like know. how Mark Bernard put it in the past. Hmm. Star Wars is a movie of magical moments. Yeah. Well, okay. <clears throat> I'll, I'll one-up that one by saying that uh, Kevin Smith, Ralph Garman just said it, and I can't remember which one of them mentioned it. It might have been Ralph. But uh, Star Wars fans build up, they, they take moments like we're doing now with the trailer, and we think about what it is, and we like, ooh, what if it's this? What if it's this? We what analyze. If it's this? Yeah. And then what happens is when it's not that... As we watch the film, we become disenchanted and upset because my vision well, didn't match their vision. Well, it's and depending it on could the, have been better from this. Yeah, you know? but also too, it depends on the person, like how they take it. There's going to be certain things like we're talking about now. Right, but that, I'm just if saying, if it doesn't that's... happen in a film, we're not going to be like burn this fucking no, theater no, 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 no. We're going to be like, oh, okay. But there's tons of people that do that, yeah, and that's the toxicity, and that's the toxicity of the yeah. situation. Well, yeah. let's actually get to the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So now, that we've, now that we've stuff. built up. From Last Jedi, let's get into Rise right. of Skywalker. So we we open on a shot of either 
Jakku or, or Tatooine. Tatooine. Yeah, which I think it's going to be Jakku. I, I don't think, think we're going to get. I think it's going to be Jakku because I think there's a reason she needs to return there. Yeah, yeah I think. Um, one of, I think it's Paris. Tatooine is Luke's planet. We don't need to go there. Okay. There's yeah, nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing tying us to Tatooine other than fan nostalgia. So. We go back to Jakku. Okay, now everybody immediately goes, "Oh, look at Kylo Ren's interceptor coming at her." I don't I'm think not that's told what it is. It's on Kylo I think Ren. she's. I think she's training. I think the. I don't. I don't think it's I a don't training. I don't know if she's training. I, I think, think it's maybe them on either on the run or just something where she's there. Well, doing whatever it. she's doing storyline wise. Okay. Yeah. And then it's the climax of that sequence of the movie where it's like, "Oh God, the Resistance has found us!" But she's just like, "Let's do this. Let's stand our ground." And yeah. that leads to that lovely little flip sequence. I think it has something. I think, first of all, I think there's two two scenes that people are crossing. Yeah. The scene where you see the black gloves pushing forward. Completely different yeah. scene. I think it's a completely different scene yeah. than the pilot who's in the, you know, in the interceptor. Because yeah. it's clearly, now correct me if I'm wrong, Kylo's ship wasn't destroyed, was it? Mm. No. Yeah, so, so somebody else's ship. Yeah, Poe's so, ship was. Yeah, yeah, Poe's ship was. Uh, supposedly Phasma may be innocent, even after compacting. Well, I okay. So I I firmly believe that Phasma's not dead. No, no. I firmly I, yeah. she may be scarred up. Yeah, and all kinds of. But I don't think Phasma's dead. Yeah. Why, why would you? Why would you take a, such a uh, an imposing and important character, in, you know, and and have her wasted so much in the first? And two I films? think Finn needs to. That. I. The both yeah. that but see the thing is is both the reason both that dying the way that he did even though it was kind of it was, it it was, was important it was too. a rock well the thing was is Boba Fett was originally conceived and executed to be the big bad of Return yeah. of the Jedi originally Boba Fett was supposed to be the main villain then when they decided to scrap that and go with the Palpatine Vader tri- trifecta and all that stuff and have Jabba in the beginning they're like we have no use for Boba Fett let's kill him off. Yeah. Now, of course, he died in a very kind of stupid way, but Killed they also did, man with a stick. They yeah. didn't, but they didn't anticipate that he was going to have the fan draw that he did because he didn't have the fan draw. Yeah, back exactly. Then. Yeah. It was ten years later that everybody was obsessed with Boba Fett. Well, yes and no. Like I have the older, the 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 elder perspective on this one. Yeah, the great. I was yes, no. Uh, <laughs> I was. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So. <laughs> I uh, I was around and I had all of my Hoth toys and things like right. that and stuff like that. Boba Fett, right out the gates, was a character that kids latched onto. Yeah. Because you could create whatever you you knew he was. A yeah, big but badass, not to the magnitude he is create, now. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's definitely become way more popular for a guy who was killed by a blind man with a stick. Yeah. Than you know, and and the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy and all that stuff. The expanded universe and tales tales from uh, of the bounty hunters and tales of Jabba's palace and all that. Yeah, they touch on those things. You know, we know Boba Fett in the expanded universe doesn't die. Yeah, you know these things, but uh, you know, and who knows with the new show that they announced, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. maybe we'll see that because it's only about six years after Jedi. But yeah. anyway, so uh, yeah, Kylo's tie silencer is nowhere to be found. Right, this is flat out a. a a tie interceptor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it um, is an interceptor. It's, it's an interceptor, and it's got the red painting on it. And everybody yeah. goes, "Oh, that must mean it's Kylo Ren." No, no, Kylo's ship first order. Kylo's ship was all black. Yeah. All the tie fighters had his touch of red put in yep. on them on the the first order ties, and they had yep. that same antenna thing that's sticking up the top, you know, for communications and whatnot. And um, kind of move on from that portion. Uh, kind of talking about how you said mm-hmm. scenes being mixed up and everything. The uh, the helmet being rebuilt. That, yes, and if you look closely, those are not Kylo's hands. 
Yeah. Uh, no, there's somebody else's hair because they're hairy. They're hairy. They're yeah. hairy. Yes. Yeah. Um, so somebody's so putting. So they're not right either. They're an ugnaught. Uh, there you go. It's an ugnaught. Um, somebody's putting back together the helmet for him, and it's clearly something that is going to be symbolic because he wore that symbolically when when Vader. Uh, you know, Vader had his helmet, but Vader yeah. needed his helmet. Yeah. yeah, Kylo didn't have to have his helmet. I think this is leading. I think more... he's going to go full into the helmet. Yeah, because he wants to do away with Ben Solo. Yeah, yeah. he's finally and destroying the Ben Solo. Uh, I think we talked about it a little bit too, and some of the people's uh, not really theories, but just hopes is no redemption for Kylo. Yeah, I do not want to see a redemption arc for Kylo. This see his fucking ass die. I don't either. I really, I don't want to see it either. I, I want to see Ray more solidified, you know, and I want to see you Kylo know, fall. Ky- yeah, definitely Kylo fall. Um, so let's progress through the trailer a little bit more. You know, did you have anything else further you wanted to say about the the that original sequence where she's yeah. basically what happens is she ignites a lightsaber. Yeah, um, right. She it starts off with her heavy breathing. Yeah, yeah. And then she which if you herself. notice, every teaser trailer for the sequel trilogy has been somebody heavy breathing in the beginning. But I'm going to give you some credit on this, Josh. It might be a training exercise. I said that. I said that. I'll take credit. Fuck you. Fuck you. Huh? Fuck I'm you. Giving it to Josh. Fuck you both. <laughs> anyway, uh, put a grape cube in your fucking drink. Shut up. <laughs> so uh, I don't know where I'll get him because I don't have any. But anyway, because he dies. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was I going with this? It's always uh, a training exercise. It's yeah. fun to throw so him off. It, it's possible that it's a training exercise. Yeah. Um, because who do we know? Who do we know that, because she's actively being hunted and things like that. Who do we know that can pilot a TIE fighter that close to the fucking ground? Poe. Poe. Yeah. Poe's clearly in many of the shots with them on Jakku. Looking like Nathan Drake. Yeah. yeah. Looking just like Nathan Drake. And no, at no point... Okay, because my whole thing was I wanted Nathan Fillion to play Nathan Drake if they do the film. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, oh. Well, that's right. He, okay. he might make a pretty good Nathan Drake, you know? So, if they finally um, get their acts together and do the damn movie. We'll see. But um, anyway, so you get the sequence where the TIE Interceptor comes screaming in across the horizon just like a meter off the ground tops. Yeah. Tops. Just fucking rocketing across the surface, tearing up the sand and everything as it goes. And she ignites a lightsaber and tears ass the other, you know, like towards it, no, away from uh, it, away from oh, it. Away from it. No. She's running yeah. the same, she's running the same direction. It's yeah going, but she's running away from it. And um, she's booking it. And just as it gets close enough, then she does, launches into this, this, like, this backflip thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. now I don't know if you noticed the lightsaber hand, the lightsaber hilts mm-hmm. is actually smaller, which shows she repaired it and had to remove some of the some of the metal. Because it's actually a smaller handle now. It's possible. It's yeah. very possible. It could just be one of those oversights in production where yeah. they, they made one that would fit her hand a little bit better. Yeah. Or if she kept doing some of the maneuvers with it, it banged against her wrist or something. Yeah. Yeah. So they just may have shortened it up and yeah. hope fans like us didn't notice. But yeah. hey, fucking knock knock, we noticed. Yeah. Um, there's never been any kind of indication other than the expanded universe that you have to make your own lightsaber to become a Jedi. Yeah. It's but never if, once said but, in the films except when Vader turns Luke's yeah. oh you've constructed your own new lightsaber. Your training is complete. Yeah. Blah 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 and this and that. But if we're getting rid of the Jedi dogmatic rule there is no rule anymore. So my thought being there's no more kyber crystals because they mined them all out of Rogue One. There's, there's no more kyber crystals. So she took the pieces of Luke's lightsaber that her and Kylo force pulled apart took them with her Rebuilt it. Now it's smaller. Okay. Um, but where did 
Kylo get his kyber crystals. Well, and I think his Jedi, the Jedi his that kyber, came before the, the Luke were training. Yeah, I think probably, they, okay, so maybe the well, I think there's, uh, I think there are kyber crystals around. It would present an interesting thing that if they are going to start a new order of Skywalkers, Skywalkers, yeah. that uh, if they're going to create a new order of Skywalkers, that they may be going to the remnants of the. Uh, Death Star that's down on Yavin 4 to harvest the giant fucking car- kyber crystal that's mm-hmm. in there to do that. Which is... Uh, where are we? Yeah. Kind of, but it, it, clearly, it can't be the one over Yavin. It has to be the one I mean, over... It has to be one on Indoor. It has to be the one on Indoor. Now, everybody's like, no, Indoor's forest. Indoor's forest. Now, if you guys pay attention it's to what they said, man. it's the forest moon of Endor. Mm-hmm. It's the moon that they were on. Endor itself, we haven't never been to. Right. They People just shorten it and call it Endor. Well, they called it the, the forest moon of Endor, Endor. and yeah. then it was actually called the sanctuary moon. Yeah. So, the sanctuary moon of Endor is what it's referred to. So, it's possible that the that the planet of, itself of, is actually a still planet. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, a, you know, something that yeah. it can do. Or has a planet that has oceans. Plus, I always... Look, even if it is Endor... Uh, or you know the forest, uh, moon, uh, the of forest moon of Endor. Yeah, you can't have a survivable planet that's just covered fucking polar to polar in yeah. trees. Yeah, they need so a water source. they've got to have a water source at some point. So you yeah. know, I'm thinking that maybe the oceans, are, you know, are going to serve their purpose or whatever. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I digress. So um, move ahead, and it says, you know, okay, this Christmas. Every saga has a legend, and yeah. then you hear a lot of Luke voiceovers. Yeah, we've taught you all that we can. Yeah, you possess a thousand generations, a thousand generations you. of knowledge. You know, a thousand generations live within you. We've given you all the knowledge that we possibly can. Yeah. So we know that there's nothing left for Ray to do at this point. Like she, there's nothing as far as her knowledge of what everybody the had are all dying. the way up to Luke. Yeah. And and the books and stuff that she had. Everything that she could possibly have learned from them, she has learned. Yeah. Basically, the lessons are done, but basically the final lesson is now for her to take all that and go. Yeah, and what she's going to do with it going forward. Right. Um, I still kind of want to hold to the idea that she is somebody. That she's, I think so. I, you know, See, they, I don't. We, I love the idea that she was just some junker's daughter. Because, I mean, if you look at the whole thing with... Anakin, Anakin was a was a was a blessed birth or whatever the immaculate conception. Thank you. Um, not every Pretty powerful true. force user has to come from a lineage of force users. True. I mean, Kenobi. So is it possible that the behind the scenes, because the, the the popular theory is that that the Emperor is Vader's father. Yeah, that he created. Yeah, created I stand him. by that theory that he okay. that he so created Anakin on the dark side. Is it possible? Yeah. That we have, since the Emperor is technically Luke's grandfather and all stuff, is it possible that she is a, a product of something similar? Yeah, I, I can because see that. of well, how I, powerful I, she is. I can see I, that. If they're going back to her home planet, mm-hmm. there has to be a purpose, and I think if that purpose is lineage and everything, it's going to be that. It may not be anything where it's like, oh God, she's freaking Kenobi's kid. All right, it, this may be linking. Well, keep that in- past of hers, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, your parents were this. It, it may not be anything major still. They may still be junkers. They still may yeah. be nothing, but it's at least finishing that circle for her. My theory is it's Immaculate Conception within the dark side of the Force that created her by the Emperor to bring on a new Padawan, and the Immaculate Conception her into a pair of junkers that knew they would get, that he knew would get rid of her so she could live. 
possible. Yeah. It's very possible. Now, you also got to remember that the return to Jakku, there, there was no... Okay, Jakku was already a planet where there had been a huge battle that took place. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we know the down Star Destroyer that's on the planet. Exactly. We know the... The at Yeah, the at that are on the AT-ATs. And, um, and so basically what you're looking at is you have to understand that other than that, um, Jakku didn't really hold any kind of military power, uh, or, or position. The only reason that the new order or the first order ended up on, uh, Jakku in the first place was to, uh, chase after Finn and the, and Poe's droid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, BB-8. Yeah. BB-8. They were, they were chasing BB-8 and Poe. Um, they knew that the Which we saw in the, the trailer, just to randomly throw it out. We got another little robot dude showing up here. Dio. 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 Ronnie? I hope. Ronnie James Dio. He's got a little headbanging motion. That's so cool. I mean, <laughs> no, that's Bill Hader voicing it, so it could have like a. Ah! I thought Bill Hader was voicing. He voiced BB 8. Yeah, he voiced BB 8. So, yeah. But you got to think he probably has his hand in. Right. Something with that. Just let him do all the sound effects for the Tauntaun. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but you also know Bill Hader's probably like, you don't have to pay me. But, okay, so <laughs> we, we've got the scenes on Jakku, and yeah. then we, uh, you know, or what we perceive to be Jakku, you know, with, with that. They show a couple of explosions in the sand, which look like skiffs, mm-hmm. which lend some credibility to maybe it's Tatooine. I, I know we have our theories, but... But the hut presence on Tatooine is gone. It doesn't... Yeah, but that doesn't mean that somebody didn't move into his operations and take that over. And Black, that's not. But didn't Black Sun take over the operations could, after Jabba died? Yeah, or is that EU Legend? No, it's EU Legend. EU, EU uh, Expanded Universe uh, Talon Card and his group took it over. Okay. Um, took over the, and really kind of came to, to yeah. power. And they moved to a different planet. So, uh, but it doesn't denote also, or, or doesn't uh, detract from the idea that possibly Skiff. You know, is the preferred method of transport on sand planets or yeah. things like that. Um, I mean, snow speeders aren't technically snow speeders. Yeah. You know, so yeah. they're income T 47s that yeah. wind up. We just nicknamed them snow speeders. Out here for a second. <laughs> yeah. But they, they, they can operate in any, any type environment. Of any so, environment yeah. yeah. Which is why they didn't necessarily use the X Wings to attack the, you know, this because the X Wings have trouble operating mm-hmm. in the cold like that. So, um, Ironically, they're in space, so they do fine. And I think there's a thing with being able to activate your shields. On, on, anyway, jump ahead. They they show a couple scenes with the A wing. It looks like it's flying into. Uh, now this was my my thought. What yeah. if that planet is the same planet where the original Death Star was designed? Yeah. It's just we saw it in a downpour in Rogue One. Well, see the well, that's not the case though. The original Death Star was designed and first built on. The Droid Factory planet in Episode 2. No, it was designed... Yeah, the plans were, were drawn up there, but it wasn't first built there. It was built above. It was, yeah, it, it was yeah, built above. but we had the one of the original designers in Rogue One. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen's character. Yeah, Galen. Galen. Uh, Galen Urso was on uh, that planet. You know, like all of the design and stuff, uh, all of the major military design and stuff took place on, uh, you know, the, the planet... All the downpour and all of yeah. that stuff, you know, and so um, maybe they're returning to that. I don't know. I think it was probably just a new location. Yeah, but you, I mean, you see the alien twice. Now, other people are theorizing that that's Ray's parents' ship. Because it kind of looks the same. I with you. I think it's an A wing or an A wing design ship. Okay. But other people are like, oh look, the fusion well, they, reactors in the back are the same. Yeah, but they definitely show an A wing later on. Right. Very reminiscent of Return of the Jedi, the yeah. third chapter in the second, you know, the original series, uh, where it's one of the engines out and it looks like it's about to crash yeah. or something. So, uh, you know, maybe it brings down something big. I don't know. Yeah. 
but get a lot of battle sequences in there. You can mm-hmm. see Kylo with the you know the helmet being repaired. Which people are wondering. Uh, the other thing we see Kylo doing is we see him storming a planet that's on fire, and people are theorizing I don't think that, it's on fire. People are theorizing that he's taking out one of the Knights of Ren. It's possible. Yeah, because there were other force wielding, yep. you know, uh, Jedi the, training. The twelve he took with him. Right. So uh, here's here's kind of my thing on that. The planet's not on fire. I think it's the treetops have that reddish tint to almost like the, um, almost like the planet that they fled to, where they had the the brief skirmish with Luke and all that stuff. There, there was that red oh, crystal the, that was the, underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was covered so, in salt. It was covered in salt, but yeah. it had this kind of red crystal yeah. underneath. I think the trees have this it's red hue to it. And yes, there's laser fire and stuff going on well, around, as for the, the smoke on. and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I think you may be right that you know that's they're storming something for something for yeah. a reason. Yeah. Well, definitely Knights of Ren have to fall in line somewhere. Here. We've got to find out something about them. Yeah, even if There's, it's just as, a, as basic as they're my, a bunch of junkers. That's been my biggest problem with this entire series is that they drop things and then don't explain them. Yeah. Um, you know, they... Unless it w- if it's going to be in this one and that's been the plan since Force Awakens. Right. Is, yeah, Force Awakens, we're going to bring up Knights of Ren, tell Ryan Johnson, do whatever you want. If you decide to do anything Knights of Ren, let me know so we can compare these last notes. Well, you know, like... We never got an explanation as to what was so important over Jakku that there was a massive battle. Mm-hmm. Was it was it a formal s- rebel hideout that they you know tried pursuing them to, or was it the the rebellion or the New Republic decided to chase them down, and that's where the remnants of the the Empire were stationed? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know whatever it might be. Just as we don't know shit about the Knights of Ren, mm-hmm. uh, we don't know really anything that happened after that, you know. So, I mean, we could get something just as simple as, you know, Kylo turned to the turned to the dark side after Luke sensed all the darkness in him, and that he he wound up killing all the Knights of Ren at some point, you know. Um, like maybe that was the thing. Is well, let's get to the end of this trailer, then I'll interject yeah. because yeah. there's yeah. there's a major part of it that I want to add on yeah. to. So. I'm I'm rambling a lot here. Do you want yeah. to throw in? Go for it. No, I mean I, I, I had a theory on the Knights of Ren, but I it, my theory ties in with the big surprise. Yeah, mine, the mine too. So. Yeah. So, so end of the trailer. Yeah, well, let's yeah, just basically basically we just get a lot of Luke talking about yeah. how just remember that nobody's ever really <laughs> yeah nobody nobody's ever which really builds gone. up oh, to the surprise. And we did say that we mentioned the Lando thing where it shows the Falcon flying through space yeah. and Lando's in the cockpit and he's kind of laughing again and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and he's excited. So we know that Lando. Yeah, that's the one thing I kind of am wondering, like what. Is going to be the story to bring him in. What? I think he's going to be the person that's going to provide them with some type of communications or things like that yeah. to rally more people to them. And of course, that <laughs> fucked up meme that popped up right after the trailer came uh, online. The, the one from where Solo. Too soon. Yeah, where it's like, am I going to get my ship back over my dead body? Yeah. Oh, hey. And it shows him laughing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll jump to the end of the trailer. Luke says. Just remember that you're never, you know, no one's, no, ever, really no one's ever truly gone. <laughs> Which could have it led to maybe a Leia scene or, or a Han some, scene. Or there's anything. something where nice and like upbeat Andy. <laughs> Everything goes dark. And you shit yourself. <laughs> and you hear the Emperor's cackle. <laughs> I know that laugh. Yes. Oh, God. I, I'll throw out what I, I'll throw out what I said because since I'm not, I'm not the big dick Star Wars fan like other people at this table. <laughs> Chair. Yeah, whatever. Um, I was like, that has a Hamill cadence to it, but then also, too, I didn't know the full experience of the event of the trailer being dropped at Celebration because I found out later, as the lights came back up from the trailer, the actor, Ian McDermott, McDermott is standing there 
I think he was in a not like a full like low hoodie, but he was like he was uh, in a scarf. He was in a scarf. Yeah, yeah, he was there and just rattle off, roll it again. But he did it in the emperor voice. Yeah, roll, roll, roll it, it again. Yeah, and they went right into it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's emperor. Everybody, yeah, that's emperor. They pee themselves. A couple uh, people got because he wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. No, well, he, 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 he was even a, there was a ruse. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely red. But he hand. never did a signing though. That's the thing too. Right. Like, well, the, he was last, probably just there for that and got last celebration. He did a full on photo signing thing. But so, probably as soon as they probably were ready to pull the trigger on having the Emperor in this next movie and everything, yeah. and as the celebration well, was coming up, they're probably like, "You're not there." Here's yeah. here's the thing, they've made it abundantly clear that his presence was going to be involved in this from the get go. Yeah, like they from from yeah. the onset of the new trilogy. Yeah, that he was going to yeah. be the person they were going to bring into this. Yep. So now it would make sense that if we find out that Snoke is Palpatine, Palpatine. Yeah. yeah, but he's just a failed clone. Yeah, and that, you know, he he would suffice for now. Yeah, you know, sort of thing. Um, you know, there's no way that you have cloning facilities and things like that. That uh, that's one really fucked up clone. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he did look pretty pretty gnarly. I know there's a lot of really cool theories floating around too that he was the uh, the stormtrooper that back bashed his head into the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, he has a big ass dent in his head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's a few cool, cool theories, but I won't, I won't get into that. So, what's your theory now on the Knights of Ren? Where he's concerned? He's been training. They've been with Palpatine training. Possible, but since Palpatine seem, seems to adhere to the old rules, I think that I I believe that Kylo was the one who survived all of them and killed the Knights of Ren. And if we have a couple that fled or something like that, fine. Mm-hmm. But he's the one that proved the strongest, and that's why he I came under both, the wing. Actually, yeah. He comes under the wing of of the of Palpatine as his yeah as his uh, apprentice yeah. So I don't know. Do you want to I mean, hear my theory? Hmm. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? But see, that's that's kind of. I mean, there's there's they're they're fantastic. They're fantastic at throwing, you know, balls, uh, yeah. fucking red earrings and shit. This is only a teaser fucking trailer. Right. Yeah. All right. So Which I'm not watching anything else after this. I I like to go into Star Wars, most movies actually, um, but I love to go into Star Wars blind. Luck. But I knew there was no way. I was going to avoid anything with this trailer, spoilers, whatnot. Which is proved right, because it all ended up on fucking Facebook. But also, too, you are going to... But also, too, you look at the past trailers. Yeah. Was there anything really, like, blatantly spoilerific? No. But it's not... It's they, not. I'm not worried about getting spoiled. Yeah. I, mean, I just... There's, you just, there's things you don't... Like, the Lando thing you would have rather... I would have rather waited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have rather not I known. I get you. I get you. To me, I'm like, ooh, I, I want to see the trailer. But I know that they, they tend to tell a long story. You know, like they, yeah. They, there's a lot that they... Well, reveal. to me, the trailers, as long as they don't pull a Terminator Genesis... 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 Yeah, whatever the fuck that stupid movie was. Keep stuff under wraps. We knew Lando was coming, so... It's right, and that was that was fan service. Fan well, service. This this trailer was mainly fan service. Yeah, yeah. it's get everybody hyped. It's a proper teaser. There's yeah. a reason that they you know that they they left certain aspects of it out, and then gave us snippets of stuff that we we knew were coming. People yeah. are people are gonna cheer no matter what when they see Lando. Yeah, people are going to fucking lose their marbles when yeah. they see Lando covers in. Mm-hmm. But that's just the extent of it. What you know, <laughs> you know, that's that's what you get. The only thing that is super concerning to me is this. Where the fuck is R2-D2? 
Every shot that they show has BB-8, DO, and C-3PO. Where the fuck is... Where the fuck is R2-D2? Yeah. That makes me mad. It makes me just a little mad. I, I, I don't... I hope to God they haven't done something where they... You know, like he was so loyal to Luke that when Luke passed that he just shut down. Uh, or maybe... He's going to be the storage of knowledge for... He's an arc. Yeah, he's, he's going to be an arc in the story. The, the he was basically, as soon as they brought the that piece of the map in with BB, that shot R2 up. Yeah, so, but see, that's the thing. I don't want to see R2 go into, well, Luke's gone now, so I'm powering down forever. Okay, where, okay, so let's backtrack it a little bit. Where, where was R2 at the end of Last Jedi? He wasn't on the salt planet. No, he was at on the, strip club. the... No, he was, wasn't he on the Falcon? They never showed us. Right. The last shot we got of R2 in Last Jedi was him and Luke in the Falcon when he shows them the, the message from Leia. That was the last shot we ever got okay, of R2. Okay, thanks for making me shit my pants. Well, well, and, yeah. yeah, it's just one of those things yeah. that I'm like, fucking... Because we still R2? got several months till Christmas. Yeah. Where's R2? Don't get me wrong, Anthony Daniels. All right, cool. But... Okay, but we want to hear your guys' theories. Yes, so definitely. Please hit us up. For those of you who are fans of our Facebook page, go ahead and send us a message or post on our wall. Uh, if you want to send us an email, nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com. Um, or hit our site, nowhere nowherecalifornia.com. Just uh, reach out. We want your guys' theories. Um, if we can get some information from you guys, if we can get a lot of your guys' theories, uh, we obviously did not cover everything that was in the trailer. We obviously left a lot of stuff out, so we will definitely do a part two as we get closer to Christmas and as more trailer footage and more news comes out. And that'll be more likely just me and Nick since yeah, someone doesn't want to watch that crap. I'm going to go in blind. Yeah. Yeah. So if I end up Obi Wan Doug Nobi over here is going to go yeah. into yeah. if I end up getting spoiled and something happens and I know about it, I'll come in and record but if yeah. I'm blind I'm going blind yeah. okay so so I'm tentative yeah so uh, but yeah we definitely want your guys' theories and we want we want what you guys think so we get them on the crap or we run in there with a freaking iPad and <laughs> yeah <laughs> Pin, take yeah. his eyes open hold them down <laughs> yeah all right you're going to discuss this now we're going to go we're going to go Clockwork Orange and yeah. You, Pin my eyes open, yeah. yeah. And you're just in there going, Can I pull up my pants, please? <laughs> yeah. So, I but just yeah. want to wipe, please. Yeah. Or, but, uh, no, you're like, You're forcing me to do this, someone's going to have to wipe. Yeah. But look <laughs> out for part two later this year with your guys' theories and our, our extended theories. So, with that being said, this has been Josh. This has been Nick. This has been Doug. See you next time. May the force be with you. Always. I just shit a brick. Thank you very much. I thought.